Now, would you believe it? Uh, the government shovel-ready program doesn't turn out to be as shovel-ready as you might have been led to believe. In July of 2020, you'll remember this, they announced $2.6 billion. Uh, the update shows 229 projects were approved for funding, 218 have begun construction, but only 58 58 of 229 have actually been completed. National's Infrastructure Spokesperson Chris Bishop is with us on this morning. Chris? Good morning. Now, shovel-ready never meant to be completed quickly. This is Grant Robertson. And never, we never said anything about quick. We just said it had to be shovel-ready. You accept that or not? No, it's a joke, isn't it? I mean, the press release itself says they were meant to be projects that could start construction within uh, six months. Uh, a lot of them haven't even started construction. Two of them don't even have funding agreements yet in place. Uh, and a lot of them won't even complete construction until... Uh, the end quarter of next year, some as late as 2025. And they've used it as a political slush fund for a bunch of stuff that they wanted to fund anyway, uh, and that they could let ministers and Labour Party candidates go around the country and uh, you know, cut the ribbons on and turn the first sods on. I mean, this is how ridiculous it is. The funding is funding the uh, Lake Onslow New Zealand battery project, giving $30 million to that. Just ridiculous. So the fact that they are at least underway, is that not a good sign? Yeah, look, a quarter of them have been completed, and and they will make a difference in the areas which they which they're there. My point is that it was it was sold as something that was sensible to get projects up and running as quickly as possible and get complete as soon as possible to try and save jobs during the uh, pandemic. But in reality, what it's turned into um, is just a slush fund for the Labor Party, and of course they're unable to deliver. You know, many of them have not even started yet, uh, and it just speaks, I think, to Labor's chronic inability to get anything done. The problem is also with the delays, the cost goes up, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the cost will be going up and there'll be no doubt about it. You, you bet your bottom dollar there'll be uh, sponsors of the projects coming back to government in the next uh, few months saying, oh, this has gone up, this has happened, this has happened. We've had a resource consent delay because the Resource Management Act process is stuffed, which the government promised to fix and they never have. And they'll be coming back to, to government and saying, oh, we need more money. And, um, of course, the money's all run out because Grant uh, Robertson committed it all. Let's be really clear, ministers made all these commitments as well. This was an entirely political project. So, yeah, they took advice from the officials, but the ministers made the decisions, and we know exactly why they made the decisions they did. Uh, it was to help the Labour Party. While I've got you, I don't know if you heard it, but this business of Rotorua and the ongoing scandal that is Rotorua, do you know what's going on there? I mean, we're, we're, do, do you know if emergency providers are you know, advertising in other towns to get people into Rotorua? to get the money yes, from the government? It's, it's a shocker. I've been up there. I've met with um, a lot of people in Rotorua. It's a tragedy what's happened to that town, an absolute tragedy. And sadly, it has been created by government policy uh, and government neglect and government ineptitude. Uh, and they need to take responsibility for it. And sadly, people I've talked to on the ground say it will take five to ten years to fix Rotorua. It's an absolute tragedy what's happened. Uh, and I'm intending to, do, to say and do a lot more about it. Have they got themselves in a hole they don't know? In other words, in their quiet moments, they would argue they know full well what a disaster it is. They just don't know how to extricate themselves from it. Oh, oh definitely. Look, there's been this review of emergency housing that's been underway for about oh, 12 to 15 months. All these papers going to Cabinet, all these officials writing advice. Uh, no one's seen anything of it. And I think the reason that it has never been released and that they've never made any announcement about it is they just literally do not know what to do. But this is what happens when you you know, remove interest deductibility uh, for landlords, you extend the bright line test, you make the rental market impossible to operate, yeah. rents go up, more people end up on the social housing wait list. And when you don't have enough social housing because Kainga Aura uh, is debt riddled and not very good at building new houses, people end up in motels. It's, it's a terrible, terrible situation, but it is, of course... 
is the responsibility and the, the, the fault of government. I don't know how. It was interesting over the Labour Party conference this weekend, they're putting people in, in various electorates around the country because they're worried about the anger in the community come next year. I don't know how somebody like Adun goes into Rotorua next year and campaigns, do you? Or indeed rural New Zealand? No, I don't. And I mean, the, the crazy thing is that they've only built a couple of dozen new houses in Rotorua. So despite all the, the rhetoric and all the talk, in, in Rotorua itself, they've only built a handful of new social houses. So they've driven the rents up. Rents are up um, 200 bucks a week in Rotorua in the last five years. Um, they they've, uh, haven't built very many new houses. And as a result, you've got human misery uh, on the streets, on Fenton Street, and um, and the tourism industry destroyed there, and the local community just actually, they're, they're, well, they, firstly, they were angry. Now, yeah. my sense is they're just actually incredibly sad for their yeah. town, and they want solutions. All right, man. Appreciate it very much, Chris Bishop. Uh, we started off talking about the um, Shovel Radio projects, but got on to Rotorua.